This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Song. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Cates. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina wine mixer. It's time. <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. You really are a funny guy. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. June 14, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, he is the living legend, living legend. of cigar makers, the maker of all Davidoff cigars and many other brands. Hanky Kellner is with us, and it's just days away from, one day away from celebrating Father's Day across the U.S. We'll uh, also give the first interview on radio to Hanky's son, Klaus Peter Kellner, is here with us also a young man who's learning everything he can from his old man about cigars, and uh, he may be possibly the next big thing. I'm betting on it anyway. We'll get debonair with gentleman Chuck Morrison and do the complete opposite with Old Fod Freddy. Welcome, everybody, to a very special edition, the Father's Day edition of the Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week. High atop two guys smoke shops worldwide headquarters, world headquarters. here in tax free three stores Salem, in New Hampshire, Hampshire. world headquarters. <laughs> you mess me up every time. Uh, we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, folks. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. We really smoke cigars on the show, and that's why. What a cigar we're going to smoke to? Oh my God, I can't wait. You already smoked it, which is not cool. Okay, you were supposed to have waited, and couldn't. you couldn't wait. You couldn't, but I'm going to smoke it again. Tune in, of course, at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on, on Hi, iTunes this- and YouTube, where you can set it and forget it. There we go. So, big addition. Uh, we like to do this on Father's Day week, is bring a father and son team in. There so, that's do. what we're doing. So, uh, this is big for us. This is the first time uh, I have the honor of, of Hanky Kellner coming to the store anyway, bringing his son with him. And this is going to be big. we got a cigar dinner tonight. But uh, right now, we're going to smoke the most expensive cigar we have ever smoked on the Cigar Authority in its four-and-a-half-year history. Here it is. Bam. Chuck. Pow. Thanks, sir. Pow. And this is what? This is the Davidoff Royal Solomon. Tell us a little about it. Well, this cigar is a true masterpiece of a cigar. It promises to delight the smoker with an ever-changing, building symphony of sensations, reserved strictly from when time can be slowed down and beautifully filled. I'll say. It offers the lucky smoker a glorious combination of flavors and rich aromas. Thanks to the continuous changes in its diameter, the experience changes as time progresses. Building, uh, beginning clean, defined and balanced, mild and smooth with wood, earth, 
and floral honey. I think they we'll may make have got the, that for me. Yeah, we'll make that decision. We it will give the cigar builds, authority opinion on that. It builds in strength with a creamy finish toward the end. Well, this is a Solomon. For those listening, not being able to visually see what it is, a Solomon is a shaped cigar, like you have uh, all Figurado cigars have shapes to them. This is not a pyramid that starts one end and gets bigger to the other end, but it bulbs towards um, a certain point and then comes down after. little nipple at the end. How would you describe that? I like nipples. Nipples. So, uh, Solomon, it is eight and a half inches. What is the size? It is eight and a half inches long by 57 by 21 by 2.3. Okay. (laughs) No idea. That's the little 2.3 at the end. So, there's the ring gauge as as it comes down to the end. So, it it starts off like, like it would be a torpedo cigar. Bigger and bigger and bigger as it goes into a bulb. It gets at the bulbous head, at the end, yeah. And then it's very fast. Tapers down, yeah. It's bulbous and nipply at the same time. Okay, if you can picture those two parts of your anatomy. So, uh, price tag on this bad boy: fifty-two dollars. Fifty-two dollars. But what better than Father's Day to have a cigar with your son? No. Okay, son. The rep. The rep. Uh, told me something that I'm probably not supposed to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. Johan Swan. Because he didn't tell me not to say it. He just whispered it in my ear. He probably does look at it. He's looking at he's you. Like, don't say he's it. He's not say sure, it. but I'm saying it. Okay. There's some 25-year-old tobacco in this bad boy. So people, I didn't know that. People look at it and they say, why $52? Well, who is going to pay for the, the tobacco aging for 25 years? It's not like they just... It's oh, you. You're going to for- pay. I forgot about You're gonna it. You're going to pay no, daily they, for it. They set it aside for something special like this. Hmm. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful-looking cigar. Uh, it has the regular Davidoff band, but has a secondary band that says Royal Solomon uh, on the bottom of that. In case that. you forgot. So you've never had it. I've never had it. Ecuadorian wrapper. Yeah. Hmm. yeah it's- and Dominican filler and binder. Yeah. Uh, with very age filler and binder. So right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all of the cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we are smoking only one cigar. So the well, folks at Perdomo only get one commercial here because we're only cutting it once. Yeah. At fifty-two bucks, sometimes we do it three and four, but you're yeah. not putting half of this thing down. No, going on to we're smoking else. this whole thing. So I'm going to cut the end because it's a uh, a shaped cigar. We have our choice on how deep to cut it. I'm we actually, can always cut more. I'm already impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed because not only is it a clean taste, but you would expect the draw to be really, really tight because you only have this two point one or whatever right. the hell they're calling it at the end. It's actually, the draw's not bad. What's going to happen here is as as you do light it and it starts growing, the burn grows to the bulb. When it opens up, the whole thing's going to blast the flavor. It uh, becomes a party. Yeah. Uh, I would say that's going to be a guess of mine, but I actually smoked it yesterday, so I know exactly what, what to expect on this. So this is, uh, we're this going is the, high end today. Yeah, we? we have to. This is the Black Label Flat Flame. Retails for about 100 bucks. Uh, comes in three different colors. You got copper. You're using the silver, and there's also just a flat black. This is um, the one that's kind of like painting a cigar because the flame is actually squished yeah. to a flat flame. Uh, there is no other lighter like this. There is none. And Black Label is a product of the folks from Lotus. Yeah. And this cigar doesn't require much lighting because there's only a little teeny little nipple on here that you're going to light. Nipple. 
That's all FCC compliant, right? Nipple? Sure. It's sure. a nipple. Let's go with that. I'm liking the flavor right away. A little sweetness to it. Chuck, most yeah. expensive cigar you ever smoked in your life? Hands down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> $52. Where do you get the nerve? <laughs> <laughs> He's yelling at Johan. Yeah, like, Johan's like, I'm just a rep, man. Yeah. 52 my God. No, it's going to be good. I'm going to get my $52. We're going to smoke this whole thing all day. Two-hour show. There's going to be plenty left over for later. It's, now, eight, it's eight and a half inches long. In the, uh, in the second hour, we're going to tell you how you can get one of these for free. What? In That's the right. second hour. That's right. How do you get one of these for free? So that you can be down there when the person comes in to do that? Is that why you want to hold off? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to tease into the second right. hour. Teasing. 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 So today, four things are happening today. Four different things. Number one, today is Flag Day. Yes. Flag Day today, June 14th, every June 14th. Be patriotic. Represent Flag Day uh, the best you can. It also is the U. I was surprised during a little, um, you know, we, we sometimes come on the year early before the uh, stations pick us up, and we have a little pregame, and I said, what is today? And you came right out with it, Mr. Jonathan. My, uh, my uncle was in the Army. Okay. I thought he might have been practicing for classic cigars to stay in, America, uh, to stay in classic yeah. history. Yeah. Today, is that your secret, Chuck? Do you, do you Google the stuff before? Yeah, man. Prepared. Prepared. You know, you got to be prepared for this show. All right. Today is uh, the U.S. Army's birthday, so thank you to all the Army men. For all the years, uh, this is your and birthday. All, all branches of the service. Today sure. happens to be the, uh, the birthday of the U.S. Army. So, But thank you to anybody that serves, even if you're in the reserves. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't want to exclude police and firemen either and EMTs. It's all service industries. Even though you get paid for it, there's no possible way you could get paid enough. Uh, the Army celebrated its birthday today from 1775. Nice. The year before 1776. <laughs> Thank you for that late-breaking newsflash, David Garofalo. Okay, when was – today is Flag Day. When would Flag Day have begun? Exactly 21 years later. Exactly two years later, the year after 1776 no, I said, when they I'm, changed the – You probably heard 21. I said 2.1. Oh, 2.1. <laughs> I was playing off the thing here. Um, 1777. Uh, who, made the, who made the flag? Uh, some old lady. Yeah, in Baltimore. Yeah, she sewed it up. She was an acquaintance of George Washington. What does that mean? That, that's actually what it Love says it. on there. That's what I took it as. Yes. An acquaintance of George Washington. He was known to be uh, Martha, Bill Clinton of his day. But Martha Washington was Bill Clinton's wife. But this lady made the flag. And she's a grand old flag. She's going to ignore that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Fill in your own jokes there. Betsy Ross. Betsy ah, Ross, yes. Yep. All right. Huh? All right. So you guys were English majors, right? Not, no. Uh, not English was my best subject. My worst. Yeah? Oh, Although yeah. spelling used to really do a number on me. But So the third thing happening today is that uh, it is the eve of Father's Day. Yeah. Father's Day is celebrated honoring fathers, celebrating fatherhood. 
parental bonding, which is what we're trying to do here with the father and son cigar dinner that's yeah. happening, um, and an influence of fathers in society. Many countries celebrate the third Sunday of June as Father's Day, but in the, in the Dominican Republic, no. They're always a little later for everything. Um, they, they won't get there till July 27th. Okay. All right. So a little more than a month late. It's well, that's Dominican, Dominican time. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's a little later than it's the last Sunday in July. Yeah, we meant to do Father's Day. We'll get to it next month some, sometime when those cigars arrive that I've been waiting for. So um, Father's Day was created to complement Mother's Day. And the aunt, which obviously the fathers honest, always get the shaft. Shaft, the shaft. It's like uh, a third of the of the amount of money gets spent on Father's Day. I'd be shocked if it was that much. I'd be shocked. Father's Day was founded in Spokane, Washington, at the YMCA. In what year do you think? Fifty-six. Nineteen ten. By I just Sonora can't catch Smart a break. God. Uh, so uh, night. So it's been going on over a hundred years on Father's Day, but not a big, um, like we say, Mother's Day that continues to go on, and it's a big deal, and um, you can't get uh, reservations in a restaurant on, on Mother's Day. Father's Day, no problem, because what you're going to do is tell the old man to go out in the, and barbecue and cook right for you. They put you to work. It, yeah, it's wrong. It's wrong as can be. What you have to do, anybody listening in here, you go to your favorite brick-and-mortar retailer right now, and you go for a box of Davidoff. You get him the very best because he's dad and he deserves it. And if they have this Royal Solomon, which I doubt they have. Buy a box. It's only $2,600. That's it. And uh, there's no discount on it at all. Just, just buy the box. So it, it's starting to – it's going it's opening up. up. It's yeah. opening up. And uh, we'll, we'll give you a play-by-play as this whole cigar goes through. You, you must have us taste the cigar before you spend this kind of money on it. And we'll tell you as the cigar authority. I'm starting to detect a little bit of the wood that they're talking about. See, now you're letting them influence what you're tasting. Are you letting them influence? We are mixing the Kool-Aid here, not them. We will <laughs> there's, decide. There's wood. I, I know the taste of wood. I've had wood in my mouth before. This is woody. Are you getting any honey? No. Floral honey. I think they stole that from me. <laughs> you know, it happens no, later. No. Fresh the, honey from the hive. There's a lot to taste, but this seems very aromatic to me. I don't want to say floral because they did, but it seems very aromatic. Mm. I'm, I'm smelling more. There is cumin. There's a little cumin happening right now. You went through the cigar tasting and you heard... I didn't no. go through the cigar tasting at all. The, the interesting thing that I, I taste, and that's because I did go through the tasting, is tannins. And it's in my mind, and now I taste it. I never knew I tasted it before, but I wonder if it's a psychological thing. I hate when it gets something like this gets into my mind. Well, that was loud. Yes, it was. <laughs> But tannins, <laughs> tannins of of, of this grapes uh, of flavor wine. of the week was brought to you by Dave's mother's hearing aids. What is going to need after that? What are tannins? You know, when the, something is tannic, uh, the best example that you've probably eaten a lot is uh, walnuts. The shell, uh, not the shell, the outer skin of a walnut is very tannic. It's a little bit. Uh, it has a little bit of bitterness to it, and it has. It, it starts off sweet and goes to bitter. Okay. 
that's tannic. Not citrus. Tannins are used to tan More of the leather. R- rind. Of the rind. Rind. Of the orange. Rind. 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 Really? It's a rind. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> At the end. R-I-N-D? R-I-N-D. Rind. I thought it was rind. R-I-N-E. No. Rind. 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 We don't pronounce our Ds. We, we used to <laughs> don't not say pronounce we. our Rs. Don't say we. Now we'll you don't pronounce the Ds. the Ds. You have your own language that you speak. It is. It is. So um, the fourth thing that we're going to uh, celebrate today, it's is Flag Day. It's the anniversary of you getting hit by a car when you were five. No, that comes to Flag Day. It is the day we interviewed Hanky Kellner and his son, Klaus. We've never done this before. We've never done it. So this is I've big. held the microphone while Hanky was talking at the release party of the Nicaraguan, but I've never actually in s- New York. I've never actually stood there and, and interviewed. I bet he doesn't even remember you at all. That probably night. not. not there at were all. a million people there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. So uh, there's lots of other things to celebrate today. There's those four things, but also a lot of people were born today. So right now it's time this day in classic history, brought to you by our friends at Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, there's a little contest we do each and every week, and it's Mr. Jonathan versus Chuck, and we're going to see who knows uh, closest without going over on the birthdays of famous celebrities. Uh, and Mr. Jonathan has lost uh, consecutively week after week. 14 times in, in a row. row. In a row. So we, we, we've broken the world's record. It just gets worse from here. But uh, today is the birthday of Donald Trump. Donald Trump, American business magnate, inventor, television personality, and author. Uh, not inventor, investor. He is a chairman and president of tr- the Trump Organization and founder of Trump Entertainment Resorts. Uh, lifestyle guy, reality TV show, The Apprentice, made him well-known. Uh, the number 17 well-known celebrity in 2011 Forbes Celebrity 100 list. He's worth 3.2 billion. That's with a B. With a B. And uh, he may run for president of the United States this year. He was born today. What year? What do you have, Mr. Morrison? 1940, he says. I say 45. 45. For the point, Mr. Jonathan, 46. 46. Mr. Jonathan hasn't been ahead in quite a while. He's ahead right now. Today's the birth date of George O'Dowd. George O'Dowd. Any idea? George. Big fan. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. A.K.A. Boy George. 
Ah, I am a big fan. English singer-songwriter from the Culture Club. Yes, he was. Uh, uh, During the English New Romantic Movement, that's what the music was called. It was a cross between uh, blues, reggae, and uh, rhythm. Do you really want to hurt me? Yes, I'd like to kick your ass. (laughs) Uh, But he'd probably like it. Church of the Poison Mind, come a come a come a come a come a chameleon. Time I'll rumble for you. Uh, it's Boy George's birthday today. Did you know about, by the way, Boy George tied the Beatles uh, to have three top ten hits in the debut album? Oh wow! Imagine that. Wow! You don't think much of Boy George. I, I certainly like don't. I like but uh, today's his birthday. What year? Sixty. Nineteen sixty says sixty-one for. Two points. Come on. Son of a. Two points for Chuck. He's ahead two to one. Two points if you get See, it exact. Chuck, I don't want you to think that he's at all excited that you're winning. I am not. He's excited that hey, I'm losing. No, when, when there's a streak at play, you know, you you got you to gotta support yeah, let's, that. Let's, let's, let's pretend he's supporting you because of the streak. Yeah. We're going streaking. And that, Ernesto. Perez Garcia. No. Come Ernesto on. Correa, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. Che Correa. Che Cavera. Okay. Uh, commonly known as El Che. Simply Che. Nothing. Uh, Ma- what? I got nothing. He's a douche. You don't know who he is. No. He's a Marxist revolutionary. Um, he was a physician, author, guerrilla leader, diplomat of military theater, major figure in the Cuba. Cuba Cuban Revolution. Che became the symbol of rebellion. Uh, Che's images has become a logo recognized the world over. He's a communist, a Marxist, a murderer. Uh, he was executed in 1967, but he was born today. What year? 32. 1932, he says. 1901 for the point. You don't even know who he is, and you get the point. <laughs> what year was he born? He was born in 1928. Wow. I was friggin' close. You always are? You were. Okay, uh, today is Pia Salinger's birthday. Oh, man. Pia Salinger. Nothing. Uh, he died in 2004. He was a White House press secretary for U.S. President John F. Kennedy That's and Lyndon Johnson. Got the, uh, yes, he was. He got the Cuban cigars. He was the one that was asked to go to buy a few thousand Cuban cigars, actually part of this number four. And as soon as he brought them to President Kennedy's office, at that point, President Kennedy signed into law the Cuban embargo in 1962. So he was the man, the press secretary to John F. Kennedy, Pierre Salinger. Today is his birthday. He was born, Mr. Jonathan says, in 1900. Chuck Morrison says 33. Over Chuck. Ah. Mr. Jonathan gets the point. There we go. We have three to two. Chuck is in the lead. What year was he born? 1925. All right. Uh, today, this is the last question, folks. Oh, died today. Not born today, but died today. Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold, born in Connecticut. Arnold became a general in the American Revolutionary War, uh, fighting the American colonists and the British, uh, and defected to the British Army. Isn't it weird that his name is Benedict Arnold and he became a Benedict Arnold? That's interesting. It's, what are the odds of that the, happening? The odds are, it, it's like Lou Gehrig getting Lou Gehrig's disease. I mean, it's almost impossible for it to happen, but Benedict Arnold actually died today in his, on his deathbed uh, in full uniform. He, his last words were, may God forgive me for ever having put on another uniform. Because he was sorry that he that he uh, went the other way. He oh, died today, oh, oh. Benedict Arnold. Nineteen seventy six. Nineteen seventy six. He died, Benedict oh, Arnold. Man, seventeen ninety. Chuck, eighteen oh one. Wow, you were eleven years off. That's pretty good. And uh, that's it. 
Chuck Morrison once again wins 4-2. to two. This Day in American Classic History brought to you by Classic Cigars, whichever classic you choose. It's available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Beauty. Okay, if you're celebrating your birthday, by the way, anytime, come by Two Guys Smoke Shop on your birthday with a little proof of your ID. We will celebrate with you by giving you a free happy birthday cigar to each and every person that comes here and celebrates with us at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We're going to go to break. When we come back, the man, the myth, the living legend of premium cigars, Hanky Kellner will join us and later his son. Father and Son Day here. We're celebrating Father and Son, the Father and Son team of the Kellners uh, with their fantastic cigars. So pay attention, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar, this cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? (laughs) Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah. So smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But, oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. You're back and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And when you talk luxury cigars in the cigar industry, you think Davidoff. And when you think Davidoff, I think of Hendrik Kellner. Hanky Kellner, as we call him. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And up front, in personal with us, is the man behind all Davidoff cigars. Welcome to the Cigar Authority, Hanky Kellner. Thank you. Thank you Thank for you. coming. Very exciting. This is the Super Bowl for us. Yes. Doesn't get bigger. Finally. Finally. Finally, I come to. And you are going to smoke a Davidoff cigar you have never smoked. You have never smoked this. I never smoked that. Wow. I mean, we're smoking the Royal Solomon, and uh, yesterday was the first time I tried it. Chuck and Jonathan, first time they ever tried it. Mm. And the amazing thing is we beat you out on it. You haven't lit the cigar up yet. Well, of course. I smoke when I designed a blend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as a finished product? Maybe and, 10 years ago. Though. Wow. So maybe 10 years ago. Okay. But, uh, I think they're too expensive. <laughs> for me. <laughs> right answer. Right answer. Touchdown. When you offer me these cigars, I think that smoke and then smoke. Maybe I can pack the taxes in New York with those cigars. Right. <laughs> make, a deal. <laughs> make a deal. <laughs> it, is, it is expensive. But, but this is a very interesting cigars. Yeah. Uh, this cigar has a small part in the binder. The binder of these cigars is a tobacco, very, very old, a- aging, aging. That was uh, the crop 2002-2003. And that is an emblematic crop because uh, Sino Davidoff visited the, the farm in Hakawa, or the farm of my cousin. Eh? Yeah. And for coincidence, that was uh, one of the best crop ever. There, uh, and I preserved the tobacco yeah. for years, for years. He touched it in his own way, all right? You yes, know? and now it's uh, emblematic because Sino uh, visited only one time the uh, Dominican Republic. Wow. Because he passed away uh, the, the year after, after uh, the yeah. year after. Um, and, but they have a photo when Sino touched the leaf. Wow. And, uh, and say, it's, um, sentiment, it's sentimental. Yeah, no? yeah. It's sentimental. And where I can use that, of course, in one cigar, the very limited, limited production. How limited? Uh, one year, 7,000, another year, 10,000. Worldwide. Seven or 10,000 cigars uh, worldwide. Worldwide. Wow. Worldwide. Wow. Mm. So it's supply and demand at that point. I mean, that's the reason the price hey, is it, there. It's you very, very it. special, and royal is a nice word to end up calling it. So uh, great, great, great. Uh, so you uh, you live and you work in the Dominican Republic, operating control all aspects of the brand Davidoff. Um, were you born, brought up in the Dominican Republic? I born in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Yes. My father um, born in Holland. Um, all my family, the Kenner family. Yeah. Um, I say the Kenner family is not too much creative. Family, <laughs> because uh, everybody made the same. Uh, they work in tobacco. My father and three uncles work in tobacco. Two brothers come to Dominican Republic in 1925. My uncle, my father in 1933, and another two uncles go to Brazil. Um, all my cousins work in tobacco. Yes, uh, very young. Yeah. Go to the warehouse <laughs> to learn. Yeah, and. Um, 
later some cousin uh, go to Paraguay, another to Indonesia to work, oh. and the same, no? uh, no creative people, no, no? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the same. Uh, but my father, and today is a special day for remember my father. Yeah, my father advised me that he don't like the I continue the, the tradition of the family. Yeah, he say. Uh, that business is a, a small business, the tobacco business. Uh, we are competitors. All the family are competitors. Oh, because they work for different companies. Uh, uh, different sure. com- everybody yeah. has different company. And one moment we have uh, six different companies. Wow. <laughs> and they say, I suffer too much uh, with the family. I, I don't like that. You continue the tradition. And, and, um, but with, when my father died very young, uh, we was uh, 17 years. Yes. And I I followed the advice of my father. And, and Get out of this crazy go business. To the, go uh, to the, uh, I am industrial engineer. Industrial engineer. Industrial engineer. And when I come back to my country, I have idea to work in tobacco. I look for another job. But what happened, the, the first job is in the tobacco industry. Um for 45 years, I, as an industrial engineer, or no, you couldn't get no, a job. I, in that? No, I, I worked like an industrial engineer in a factory, in a big okay. factory of cigarettes and cigars too. Okay. And we grew very fast in that company. And, and uh, eight years later, we was the general manager of the big, this big company. And then I reopened the, the cigar factory. And one day I decided to uh, independent. Because all my family work in tobacco, but in raw material. They okay. prepare tobacco to export. All right. Um, but I say I don't have money for a big uh, operation. And my idea was to create a small factory with six rollers. Oh, six rollers. Six rollers. <laughs> now, we, we, now we have 530 rollers. Wow. So. But another, the name was Tabadon. What year was that? Uh, 1984. 1984, okay. 30, 30 years. I Eight, started in 85 myself, so. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, we, God, we start with the Griffin, the fur Griffin. brand. Later, Owl. Griffin was a brand for a nightclub? Yes, a, a famous nightclub um, in Switzerland. Uh, all the um, movie star uh, personality was member. So like a cigar bar. Uh, it's a, yes, it's a... And Bernard Grobe, the owner, he told me that he liked to have a cigar for his club. But later... So he pri- almost like a private label for... Yes, for, a for private that. label. I all, so it wasn't your brand, it's his brand, and you make a firm. Yes. Uh, and that's the first brand. This is for the, the first brand. Uh, Owl. Avo? Later, in, in 1987. So, so here comes a, a guy with a big hat on, and he says, uh, I want to make a brand because uh, I play the piano, and people, I'll put a box of cigars on my piano. Yes. <laughs> this is in Puerto Rico. Yeah. He started saying, you know, uh, I have the, the old piano of Avo in my house. Really? Yes, because when Avo was rich, <laughs> of course, he buy an expensive piano. Yeah. And he say, hey, can like you have the, my piano in your house? I say, no, Avo, forget about that. Nobody in my house play piano. But Avo insists, and one day he come to my house. He fly to Puerto Rico with the piano. Oh, my God. <laughs> I come to my house with the piano. And the piano was sitting for years and years and years. And nobody taught piano. But now 
my son was Peter play piano. Oh wow! Okay. Yes. Finally, the okay. old piano for Avo. And he plays Avo's piano. Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, <coughs> Peter is uh, they know study music, but he had talent. It's a uh, yeah, it's a God-given talent. Yes. Um, create sound like Avo too. A song. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't know what it is. Okay. You got um, I'm, 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 for, for me, it's a very important, this piano, because it's part of my history. Yeah? I, I continue to make a, 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 another brand. Nobody, uh, not many people in the USA know that we create Ashton. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Ashton. Again, like 95. Uh, you were so into that. And Ashton was in that time, 87, 88. Something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and I denied to come Davidoff. And Davidoff was a cigar brand that was made in Cuba. They were unhappy with the quality of the cigar, and Zeno Davidoff burns all the cigars that he has left because he says the quality isn't good, and he looks for the perfect person that could possibly make a cigar for him, and he goes to your cigar factory, owned by you, Tabadome, and says, I want you to make some Davidoff cigars for us. Yes, I think that um, Dr. Snyder, the owner, because Dr. Snyder buy the buy the Sino store and the brand name of Davidoff in 1970. Dr. Snyder is the owner of the Ottinger, no? Yeah. And they don't have too much, too many options. And that time, in 1988, the first meeting, they yeah, yeah. we have... Um, Dominican Republic is the, the only option because uh, the Nicaragua, yeah. Honduras, is no, in that yep. time they don't have uh, trouble with uh, the government. Uh, trouble, man. No, I know they don't have brand, prestige brand. And in Dominican Republic, in that time, there are not too much uh, cigar factories. Maybe six factories you can select. Two big factories, but like General Consolidate. And but it's, no, it's no, I don't know, they prefer a family factory. Well, it, yeah. in a, at that time, you still six rollers, or you, you built up a little more with Ashton? No, <laughs> now we have a little more. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, something like uh, 55, 60 okay. rollers, because we produce uh, 2.7 million that now. Wow. Uh, no, no. Then? Then, yes. Oh, wow. So in 1989, uh, now. And you know who, who recommended uh, Dr. Snyder? To me, to me, who recommended me? Bernard Grobe. Who is it? Bernard Grobe, the owner of Griffin. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, because in that time, uh, David of the CI to take the distribution worldwide of Griffin. Hmm? And Bernard is a friend of mine. And Bernard was partnered of my uh, of Tabadon in the oh, initial. Oh, really? A small partner, but yeah. very important. Um, is he still around today? No, he... He passed away? He passed away. Yeah, yeah. He passed away. He's a, gen- a real gentleman, Bernard Grobe. And maybe the other reason that they select our factory is because in that time, David had opened a, fact- a store in New York. But they don't can- they can sell David because that's how David was Cuban in that time. Right, that's right. But the best three sellers, the three sellers, best three sellers cigars in that store was in that time Griffin. Abo 
Augusto. Wow. And he says, something happened. Who's <laughs> making it? They're making who, it all three. Who makes it all three? Uh, listen, um, but the most important reason, I think, was that we are a family factory, family company. Now, the Davidoff store in New York, was it called Davidoff? Yes, 1987. Yet they didn't have a Davidoff brand in the United States? They don't have the Davidoff brand, but the... the wow, they uh, called it Davidoff. They, they called Davidoff, Okay, yes. so there's a play. They have to make yeah. a move. Yeah, okay. Uh, but but uh, you know, I think the best, uh, the most important reason for Dr. Tyler to select uh, my company was uh, where he feel comfortable with a family company. Yeah. Because the whole thing is a family company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second, uh, we never... Made my brand name. We know it never was involved in, in marketing. Yeah. For the first day, I decided to concentrate only in production. What you do best? No, no lose time, energy, money. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the marketing. Yeah. And that is, a, a, and and David of Odding in that time is a distribution company. Yes. They don't have. No, they never made a cigar. No cigar, nothing. Now they make cocktail for not, nothing. They buy everything. Yeah, and that was a a, a good compliment. No, yes, two uh, two company, family company. Yeah, one involved only in production, and the other involved only in distribution. Now you still own your, the company. All they were doing is still doing the same thing. They're just buying cigars from you. They didn't buy you you out at the beginning. No, in the beginning, no. No, they just no. had the cigars made. It's a private label. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's a private label. Yeah. And w at the beginning, for you, were they a good customer? Did they start off gigantic, or did they just sm start small? Yes. Uh, uh, was it dramatical? Because uh, for 2.7 million, I need to increase to 5.7 million. Oh, they doubled because the I, I receive a, I, I receive a chalk when I receive a... I ordered for three million cigars. Oh my goodness! Uh, say, wow, three million cigars. I need to, <laughs> and I need to check in advance. Yes, but, <laughs> but you know, you know, you know, the, my family, uh, my family, my cousin, at that time, they control maybe fifty percent of the crop in Dominican Republic, and they have a, it's a large history. They, they have an inventory of tobacco uh, for two or three years in inventory. They, they, they don't sell. And that was a big, very good opportunity to have a toba aging tobacco. Yeah, yeah. A good quality tobacco, very good prepared to that. that well, well people, don't, people don't realize when, you know, you're doing 2 million cigars, and then all of a sudden they say, we need 3 million more. It's not like just, okay, turn the switch up. Because this stuff takes years and years to get it, so yes. you, you need to be able to get the raw materials to be able yes. to double up on production. It's, it's not a flick of a switch no, at all. No. How, no. Long, how long did it take from when you got the order for 3 million cigars to when you delivered 3 million cigars? I delivered another thing. We started production uh, six months later because we need to um, organize. Yeah. Uh, we need to change the quality control, including... We were more restrict quality control, which was very important. Very to them. important, and yeah. um, we create a school of rollers. Mm. A school of rollers. Mm. Yep, you got to double up on them too, yes. at least. Yeah, because uh, today we have uh, we maintain the school of rollers. No, normally, I have uh, 40, 45 uh, people. Always schooling. 
training, right. always. Always, because we have our way to make the cigars. Yeah, a little different yeah. than other people. Yes, including when they take a roller from working another company. Yeah. Uh, we don't, they, don't, they can immediately come to the producer yard. They, they, they need to go to the school first. Mm. Including they have a 20 year experience because we, <laughs> we got to get the bad, the bad out of them too. The right? same style of, of, yeah, of, yeah. of production. Uh, our philosophy, we, like, we need to transmit our philosophy yeah. to the new people. And some people that the people that don't run it before work with us, um, it's easier, no? It, it, yeah, my, my question here was, and maybe you answered it, is is it easier to take somebody who never rolled before and make them into a roller the way you want them to be a roller, or somebody that has years of experience rolling for someone else and to make them do it the way you want them to do yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's easy when it's a, a, a roller, a spray roller. They, they already have the core. But, core. We, but we try to take people that never roll the cigars. Are we training in the school? The school is at three to four months. Three to four months. And, of course, when they graduate, yeah. <laughs> they go to the Occidental factory. Making uh, lower, they, lower Yes, they, they don't go, go immediately to make Davidoff's, no? They're not making the Royal Salmon. <laughs> no, no, Royal Salmon. <laughs> no, not too many Israelis can make that. Yeah. It's a real special. Yeah, yeah. Real special, and uh, they produce a very slow quantity per day. Uh, average fr- production for... A roller is a 200, 220 cigar per day, but when they make Salomon, they make a, no, no more than 50, 60 cigar per day. Wow. wow. Yes. Wow. And and say an average person is doing two to 300? Two to right? two, 200 to two, 220. 200 to 220. Yeah. Is a, depends on the size, no? average of the factory, but... Of course, you need to pay triple, no, per cigars. Right. <laughs> well, they, they should. Or more, or they, more, because it's, it's a specialist. Yeah, eh? they did. It's a real specialist. Mm. Yeah. So you started uh, making the Davidoff cigars for U.S. 1988? No, the first meeting was 1988. The production we started for USA in January 1990. 1990. You know, so, some, it's a, it's a curious, uh, something happened. Some, happened. When I received the order, I received the order of USA first than the 3 million, no? And it's only 125,000 cigars, no? Oh, yes. wow. Um, we are too, um, uh, we are too impressed with that. We start to make a habit of. I know observe in the order that said in the in the bottom, cigar, the cigar without cellophane. Without cellophane. Without cellophane. But for me, cigar is with cellophane. Yeah, yeah. And we make the cigar with cellophane. But they were Cuban before, no yeah, cellophane. No cellophane. And we send the, the cigar to USA with cellophane. Oh, you did? Okay. And, and end of March. And when Dr. Snyder came to visit me in, in April, I told with Dr. Snyder, I said, Dr. Snyder, I'm sorry, but I make a mistake. I don't observe the cigars. You like the cigar without cellophane. I send with cellophane. They say, Henke, you know, we made mistake too. We like the cigar with cellophane. Ah, <laughs> nice. <wow. laughs> well, with cellophane, you have much less damage. Yes, it's yes. safer for, for travel. Yes, uh, uh, it's uh, not only for travel in the store, the people touch. Yeah, touch the cigars, um, and they, the cellophane maintain the humidity relative, the humidity mm-hmm. of the cigars. 
maintain the aroma. And, you know, this is, a, a, for me, this is more important, but especially for me himself, eh? I don't like the other guy touch or smell my wife gotcha. or my woman before me. There we go. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, that, it's a personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, awesome. is that how you sold that cellophane deal to them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some people claim, uh, including me, the huge success uh, of the Davidoff brand may be the reason why Dominican premium cigars are number one seller worldwide. That the Dominican Republic produces some of the best cigars in the world, and they sell more than every other country because of Davidoff. What do you think? The effect of Davidoff was very important for Dominican Republic. First, when Davidoff uh, initialed the, the production uh, of in the in Dominican Republic, Dominican Republic is not no, number one in the world. That's a, yep, that's that's a, a fact. That's a statist. You yep. can comp- Another is um, the, the production to Dominican Republic before Davidoff was for USA. Yeah. Davidoff opened the world yeah. to Dominican, Dominican cigars. Yeah. Because before Davidoff, the Dominican cigars, they don't sell in Europe and they don't sell in Asia. They don't sell in. in uh, yeah, it was looked upon as, yes. as a lower grade. But now. Now there are a famous brand, very good cigars with the, under the name of Davidoff, this made in Dominican Republic worldwide. And now the, the people that smoke say, wow, but Dominican Republic produces good cigars. Yeah. And that opened the door, opened yeah. the door of the world. Yeah. And this is the most important. Another important, especially for USA, for USA, is um, when Davidoff, before Davidoff, cigar size, Price, cigar price, is less than three dollar per cigar. Sure, including the the premium, premium. Yeah, the premium, premium. And the 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 market is too established for years. They don't increase, and all the factors. They were all, afraid to. All the factors afraid to increase yeah. five cent. Yeah, five cent because uh, the the competition, uh, including they don't spend, spend money in marketing. Yep. You look at the, the, the magazine at that yep. time before uh, yeah. Cigar Aficionado. Sure. Uh, only a special uh, uh, magazine for uh, for retailers. Mm? Yeah. And you look at the advertising, the page of the advertising look like a list of price. Yeah. Nothing emotional, no, no, no to the consumer. And when the Davidoff come to, um, um, to the, to the uh, USA first in November 10. November 10th, I think November 12th in, in New York. And they talk with the retailer. They select 20, only 23 retailers for sale David of in, in USA. Right, wow. And they offer, they say the price of the cigar, they say the anniversary number one, $18. <laughs> people say, some people say, oh, crazy. One, one friend of mine said, no, David can sell the cigars at that price. But Diana Gibbs, yes, eh, yeah. when they smoked the cigars, and it was a retailer out they, of Chicago. Uh, in Chicago, famous, yeah. famous yeah. very good friend, eh? yes. very good friend. He said, great, that is the market need, a cigar to $18. They, she liked it. She, she liked it. Um, 
For Davidoff, eh, the rest of the, of, the, of the company observed that Davidoff sale at that price. They said, oh, I can increase. We can increase to the price. And uh, we can increase, uh, uh, spend more money in advertising, uh, advertising packaging, cre packaging yeah. create the passion. Yeah. And that is another, another effect of Davidoff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Davidoff create the passion and the good life. Yeah, but the innovator. Innovator yeah, in, the sure. in the market. And, and just that. so everybody knows, in, in New Hampshire, that same cigar, the anniversary number one, is uh, $42 yeah. in New Hampshire yeah, on our shelves tax, right tax now. Tax-free. Tax-free. At $42. So. so it went from 18 in 1991 to $42 here in 2014. Yeah. Yeah. And that incredible. was one of your first cigars for him. Mm. The, the anniversary series, one of the first brands you made? No, uh, we started with the traditional, uh, the, the Grand Cru series. Okay. The um, Thousand series. Davido number one, now Davido number, number two, and anniversary number one, anniversary number two. That and that's uh, um, um, ambassadors. Okay, little one. The, this is, and um, we. Um, and the estrategy of Dr. Snyder in that, in that time was, I like Henke, I say, Henke, I like, can you make a cigar totally different to the Cuban? Light, wrapper, light. He taste. wasn't trying to take what he had and redo it and try to make a version. This is yes. completely different. Completely different. But I included the, the, the advertising in that time, right? Yeah. The campaign of the, yeah. that one was, say, this Cigar smoker refines his days. We refine our cigars. And that's yeah. it. But early, very soon, we know that we need different cigars. A little more strong. Yes. We know more time character. And we create a, a, maybe in, two, in 1992, the Special R. Yes. Ah. Especially when we launched the, the Cigar Davidoff in Geneva in May 91, Stein uh, told me, we need a Robusto, but I don't like the, the name of Robusto. Everybody has Robusto. Yeah. What do you, what you think about it? Say, why no Special R? No kidding, okay. And then, and then come the series, special series. The whole special series. Special uh, double R, yeah. special T. But those were the sizes for the U.S. market. Yes, they for the U.S. market. Sure. Because, uh, and, and some curious was with the anniversary number three. We have a, a Winita Toro, 50 by 6. But Toro, we don't, we don't like to make, say Toro. And yeah. say, oh, why not anniversary number three? But... Anniversary number three is not real in the in blending and blending taste. It's not real in the anniversary number one, number two, and the line of that. Yeah, it's more in the special area. Right. Area. But anyway, we should say anniversary number three. And now it's the number two seller. Uh, oh really? Uh, <laughs> and and a full full of body. In USA, yeah. yeah. In, in and, USA. and a full body. Well, this is Hanky Kellner, Hendrik Kellner from Davidoff. He uh, controls the tobacco fields, the curing bonds, the blending. He is the master blender. He also controlled this interview. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> tobacco storage facilities. He's a control freak, as he should be. Uh, storing in the aging room, the rolling facilities. He is the man behind. The Royal Solomon and all Davidoff cigars. Let me tell you, uh, 
wonderful to have you here and to, and to smoke a cigar with Thank you. Thank you for coming. Um, and, and we're going to have your son on next, and he is the next generation. The family continues. Thank the you. family continues. You, you know, they have a product. We, uh, I have a product to start to talk. No, there's no problem. But the, awesome. later yeah. I have a product to stop the talk. It is passion. <laughs> it is passion, <laughs> and that's, it is. It's passion in your passion. And you say the, the, the same that my, my wife say. You try to control all. Yes, you do. And he say, uh, the guy says, you control the interview. Uh, there we go. My wife <laughs> say, you, con- you try to control. You are the dictator. <laughs> there we go. Hey, I, I love it. When we come back, Klaus Peter Kellner, the son of Hanky Kellner, will join us. He's got some big shoes to fill. Can he fill them? I'm betting on it that he can. You, you, you're going to know when you meet this guy. He's very smart. Um, what is his favorite cigar? What is his plans in the cigar world? He's young. He's going to make some changes. He's going to do some different things. He's got some uh, tricks up his sleeve, maybe. We're going to find out a little about him when we return. Stay tuned, everybody, to a very special edition of The Cigar Authority. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Truly bold cigars like a good story. It's perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better, it is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancada. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. 
is the Cigar Authority. Man, wait. The authority on everything cigar. In. Get used to hearing it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus. Or as our brothers to the south call you. Hey, Zeus. We thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake. Shake and bake, shake and bake. It's hour number two. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here. Also, Mr. Jonathan has old fat Freddy in the aging room, but with us, the son of Davidoff. I'm going to call him the son of Davidoff. He's, he's wow. Hanky Kellner's son and Klaus Peter Kellner with us. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority, everyone. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, at the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop. And we're not only the only show that, that just wants you to smoke along with us, we're the only show to have Klaus Peter Kellner on the air live it's with true. us. It's the you. first. We don't want the you, first. We don't want you, you just Thank to you. smoke with us. <laughs> we want you to smoke with him, too. Uh, tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on YouTube or iTunes where you can set it and forget it on both class. Peter, welcome to the Cigar Authority. Thank you. And smoking the Royal Solomon for the hundredth time? <laughs> for the first time. For the first time again. <laughs> The cigar is so expensive. The people that actually make it don't even smoke the cigar. This is that special. You know, I, I get people coming over to the factory all the time, and I get to do tours with them. And every time there's a cigar stop for, to explain how it's being made because it's, it's a heart shape. They don't make a lot of them. Yeah. And there's always somebody that asks, can I have one? And, of course, you can have one. But every so often i got to give the cigar, and I've never smoked it myself. Wow. <laughs> This is very, very special cigar, and I'm, I'm so, it's so awesome to be smoking it with you, especially on a day like this. We're celebrating Father's Day, and here you are, a young man. Um, the tobacco is in your blood like it is in the whole family, but you, like your father, um, set out to, to uh, go to college and not be in the cigar business. Well, my father always let me choose. Yeah. He told me, like... You can do whatever you want. If you want to be in the cigar business, you can be in the cigar business. I'll always support you. And it was kind of like a mafia between my father and my mother where they always sent me out to learn French, to learn English, go to summer camps. And the same happened when I hit 19. They gave me a passport, and we went to visit colleges. Yeah. I had no choice, really. Yeah. (laughs) So you went out to college into Florida. Yes. And uh, you graduated college. You did four years of studying what? This is administration at Nova Southeastern University. Okay. Hang on a second. How old are you? 23. All right. Thank God. I thought you said you were 19, and I'm like, how can you possibly finish college at 19? No, 19, you weren't paying attention as we were going on. But he turned 19, and they said, here's the passport. Okay. Get the heck out of here. Yep. And find out what you're going to do. Yeah. And uh, you you said, okay, I'm going to learn what I can learn and see. And then you get out, and you say, I'm going back into the family business. Yeah. Going back. And how long has it been uh, back into the factory now? Um, I started officially in January. This January? This January, yeah. But for years, 
you've been in the factory yep. right through going through school. Yep. It's funny because I'm in the factory and all the workers are like, oh, I remember you from about 10 years back. You would be the one jumping on the bales of tobacco, ah. playing hide and seek. Yeah. <laughs> and now uh, what, what aspect are you doing? Everything or just? Well, I'm in a program where uh, graciously they've let me jump from every process to every process. So I started in January in the fields and uh, saw everything through to the point of fermentation, yeah. uh, aging, and then now I'm in the factory. So I've jumped through the filler, to the binder, and now I'm currently in the wrapper about to go into the one of the factories to see the final assembly. And you'll end up working on every single aspect of Every it. single aspect. And then you think at that point you're going to choose um, what's best for you or you say, okay, I want to be the control freak that dad is, and I want to have everything to do with everything. I wish I could get to that point. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to start somewhere. you got to start somewhere. Right. You have I, to start somewhere. But um, I'm also going to be able to be with people like Zo uh, Johan yeah. and uh, travel the market you in really? the U.S. So in the US? starting in October, I should be like three months in the U.S. traveling from oh, store to store. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I got to see the retail side of it. So you'll be somewhat of an ambassador to, for your father and also for the company. And yes. the, wow. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, all stores are like the one you hear with today. As you, as you go from store to store, you'll see every, everybody does it the same exact way, which is not done <laughs> at all. <Yeah. laughs> you know, this is the problem, and, and, I, and I know it happened with Tom out there, that he goes and visits. Uh, this is uh, the family of uh, uh, the owner, owning company of it, that they go from store to store. And it, it's unlike the... Um, you know, grocery business where a grocery store is the way a grocery store is, but you have such independent retailers that uh, it, it was funny over the years meeting so many successful, the best retailers in there, and really getting to know them well. And they're very successful, and they do things very different than I do. I'm successful. I do it very different than they do. And nobody does it the same. And yet we find our own way to be successful in it. Um, I see that in cigar factories also, that I see how diligent Davidoff is to every single thing. Rechecked, rechecked, rechecked. Mm -hmm. And then you go to some other factories, and it's not that, you know, as strict as it is. And they're successful also. Yep. So uh, I would argue probably not as successful. Not as successful. The checks and balances mm -hmm. really pay off. Well, it, it, it's it's certainly an uh, interesting uh, industry, and I, I, I can't wait to talk to you after uh, three months uh, from store to store and, and tell me what you what you saw out there off the record. I'll be sure to visit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this store. Yeah. And um, so uh, growing up in the cigar business with Dad, did, when did you have your first cigar? I was just going to ask. <laughs> okay. Well, um, there's two answers to that one. Okay. I, first of all, um, I started smoking independently because I wanted to, because at this point I had gotten the passion Yeah. Uh, around 17 years old. Okay. So, but um, when you're a son, and especially in, here on Father's Day, yeah. uh, you always look up to your father sure. and you always want to be, be like him. A lot of decisions were influenced because I want to be like my father. I yeah. want to get to where he's been. And um I remember, have glimpsed memory of actually puffing on a cigar when I was four years old. Oh, my God. For the, for the first yeah. time ever, <laughs> puffing a cigar. Kids, don't try this at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember getting maybe a little bit dizzy, yeah. not knowing what I was doing. and then. But you can see that at the age of four, I was already thinking, yes. wow, I want to be like my father. Yeah. Even though he let me choose my career. Now, uh, you have a brother and a sister. I uh, have... Or six, actually. Oh, six years. I'm the fourth or the first out of the second. Or the first out of the second batch, yeah. 
Okay. Um, I, I know your your brother, uh, Hendrick. Yes. And uh, he has his own cigar company now. Yes. And your sister is growing tobacco. Yes, she's growing wrapper tobacco. Th- th- this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It is so awesome um, that um, from generation to generation and, and that you guys choose to actually be in it. This is, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, uh, if, if I was to live my life again, uh, I probably would not choose cigars only because it's so difficult. We have the government trying to stop us, taxation and um, supposed health issues and things like that that I disagree with completely. Uh, there's so many aspects of things uh, that, that are holding back. Anything else would be easier than the business you have just chosen uh, to go forward on. But it's a business with passion. It's yeah. a business for family companies and uh, family retail uh, that's what I like about it. No at matter every, where you go, at every level, there's yeah. an art form to it. Exactly. So I'm sure you've discovered, you know, it from even from just picking the leaves and fermenting them and, and aging them, every single aspect of cigars, all the way up to and including retail. There's an art form to it, and that's what draws me to it. And every hand that touches the tobacco leaf before it goes to the final product, that's what's amazing. I, I please come to our factory and please come visit us. I'll give you the personal tour. Yeah. I hope you guys get to see how it's done. I hope you guys get to see why it costs so much because that's always right, the, right. the why for that. Yeah, and, and this one, well, maybe not this one in particular at the $52 price range, but when you look at a $20 cigar, you, you, you know, as a retailer, I get shock from a consumer that comes in and says, $20. And I can honestly look them in the eye and say, it's underpriced. Mm-hmm. It's actually underpriced because I saw what went into it. If they actually made this cigar into the United States, the thing would be ten times that cost. For sure. Imp- impossible because labor rates and everything else. And the way that the company – we're talking about a factory. They call it a factory. It's a handmade production product. Factory, you think of gears and machines that are spitting things out. This is a factory that these people can do this thing by hand so quickly and put it out. So it's actually a perfect name for for it to be called a factory because they work in factory ways. But um, it's a handmade product. And they're there with passion. And they're there because of family tradition. And they're there because they're loyal to us and we're loyal back to them. And and you're talking about thousands of people at this point. Thousands. Yes. So it's really an amazing thing. There's got to be a favorite that you have. Favorite cigar? Yeah. My father always spoils me with one cigar. Uh, about four years back, I, I was in Florida, and I called him. I was like, what cigar is this? What did you put into it? 100th anniversary, 2006, um, Robusto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorites, too. He, favorite, yeah. He always puts a box on my bed from time to time. We what? don't make them anymore. You can't really find them anymore, but I, I always I find was, one on my bed. I'm looking at you, and I haven't had one of those in a, quite a while. And Really? You, you can make it if you have the product. As long as we have inventory, yeah. yes. Maybe it's not commercially available, but your dad can make it happen. Yeah. That is an awesome cigar. I, I, they, there was a Solomon of the 100th anniversary, mm-hmm. too, that was, oh, my God, I maybe had that three or four times ever. That was a cigar um, that was sold in the Davidoff stores only, and you had to buy the entire box to pull it off. So there was only a couple times that there was a big Davidoff event that I got a sample of it. But <laughs> there's something. That was expensive, too. That was up there in the $50 range, wasn't it? Great cigar, though. Great. The, the, whatever's happening in, in, that, uh, in that particular cigar, I mean, it certainly uh, is uh, a special cigar. Hey, let's uh, take a short break and look into social media right now. The uh, cigar that was built on social media is Recluse. Uh, here it is, the best tweets of the week. 
It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. These are the best tweets I saw all week. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, no, Johan, Johan was distracting me. Yeah, wow. Johan, we're, we're trying to do doing, a segment, man. Here. We're doing it in the middle of a segment. <laughs> we stopped talking about Davidoff for one second, and here he goes. Yeah. If a lawyer and an IRS agent are both drowning and you can save only one, would you go to lunch or play Angry Birds? Angry Birds. Okay. The opening the fridge exercise just isn't as efficient for getting those abs back as I hoped. I've been, I've been trying that my whole life. It hasn't worked. I'm here to tell you. My spirit animal would run into a screen door. What is that? What is it? My <laughs> spirit animal? My spirit animal. You know, everyone's got a spirit animal. No, I don't know anything. Mine would run into the screen door. That's all I know. I don't know what that is. Uh, your profile picture is a picture of a car. Really? I didn't realize you were a transformer. And the best Ooh. tweet I saw all week... You can't be in any long-term relationship without mastering the fine art of occasionally tuning out your significant other or boss. Boss? <laughs> Where are you going with that? That was directly towards me, folks. Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled N2 Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. I resemble that remark. Text the word cigars, cigars to 96,000. Get your chance to get in the, on the texting program and win one of the Cigar Authority hats. You can't buy the hat, folks. You can only win it and win it. You have to be on the text texting program, which is really actually falling apart. We're, we're having a we're lot having of issues problems. here. I do want to say congratulations to Scott Mangi Galloway and David Gustafson. They each win a hat. And there's one more missing. There's one missing. Apparently, he's on the chat box, and he got a hat somehow. Nice. Oh, wow. So he's passing? He's passing on the hat. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and he wow. got one already. Got one already. And I mark the things when you win. Not that you can't win something else, but you can't win the hat again. I usually mark it with a hat, so maybe his escaped me. Well, we're going to um, uh, try to come up with a different way to give away stuff because the texting program... Um, is falling apart. All kinds of problems. All kinds of problems. And uh, when somebody has a problem with a cigar at Two Guys Smoke Shop, you know what I do? I give them another one. Hmm. When the texting program thing has a problem, they ask me to re-sign up for another year. Yeah. That's I mean, what they ask. They don't imagine, make, make it right. We're having imagine being problems. Imagine being asked to change your phone number after 30 years. That's crazy. So... Anyway, it, it's not gentlemanlike it's not. by doing it. It's not, it's not debonair. And while you're enjoying life till it's full, so it's important to be a debonair. How to be more debonair-like and more gentleman-like is Mr. Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. 
Gentlemen, here we are today, Father's Day, and I figured we'd get debonair and teach our sons how to be a gentleman. Here we go. Top five ways. Remember that our sons are always watching and paying attention to how we treat each other. Manners are both caught and taught, Mr. Garofalo. Here we go. As children observe their parents showing courtesy and kindness to others. Number two is to teach boys to have a respectable attitude towards others. The rule you are teaching them is to treat others as they would like to be treated themselves. Amen. Encourage them to greet people with a handshake and a smile and to always say please, thank you, and excuse me. And look right directly in the eye when you get the handshake. It's a nice grip. Yeah, get some like firmness a man. in there. I don't say you bring the guy down, but, <laughs> but you, you hang on like you mean it. Go ahead. All right. Number three is to teach boys many little gestures of respect and courtesy that can show toward women, right? Such as opening doors, pulling out chairs at the dinner table. By teaching our children, our boys, that these little gestures from an early age, we are incalculating an attitude of respect towards women which will last a lifetime. And it will stand out unbelievable because that generation, no no disrespect to you, but your generation, boy, they need some uh, gentlemen like not you. You're doing You're a very great job. Good. Very I'm trying. Good. I'm trying. Yes. A couple examples is to open car doors for your mom. Always stand up and offer your seat to women and elderly, whether they're in a waiting room or on a bus. Always offer to carry packages, groceries, larger items for your mother or, again, perhaps elderly. And finally, if a lady drops something, pick it up. Fourth thing here is to teach your boys to have the courage to accept responsibility for their actions, good or bad. A boy can learn to be proud of himself even when he's done something wrong if he has learned that you will pay him respect for owning up to his mistakes. Here we go. And lastly, give your sons or children a code of conduct. Teach them that real men do not lie, steal, cheat, or bully their way through life. Show them that real men act with dignity and respect for themselves and others. Here we go. Question is, are you debonair enough? Yes. Yeah, baby. And Klaus, you are too. You, you're, you are a gentleman. I've been watching you for uh, two days now. And uh, it's, it's awesome to see. And it is, uh, there is a uh, group of uh, young people that are gentlemen, and it, and it comes to the parent. I think it, it stems yeah. down and it trickles down to the parent uh, that brought them up right, right basically, and, uh, you know, uh, showed them right from wrong, and it th- does make a difference, and uh, it's great. And, I, I, you know, you represent Davidoff well because that's what I – I look at Davidoff as um, not just luxury, but it is, uh, it is gentlemanlike, and, um, yeah. you know, you, you don't see, um, you know, dirty pool basically uh, with the Davidoff brand at all. There's, uh, there's uh, some manufacturers and different things in every business and stuff that have uh, people that seem to be going for the quick buck type of thing. And Davidoff is the steady growth and uh, great company, great, great company. Um, I'm, uh, Thank you. When, when they give you uh, a store, Davidoff, they, uh, they have a terminology that co- it's called an appointed merchant. We become appointed. And um, not knowing before I became a Davidoff dealer myself, and it took many, many years, and Johan pulled it off of me. Thank you, Johan. After many years of uh, begging and pleading, and it didn't work for Davidoff. There's no begging and pleading. They, I could beg and plead all I wanted, but it, it didn't get me there. But when they finally appointed me as, as that, um, you take it serious. It's a, it's a brand that you, uh, I, I would say every single Davidoff dealer is proud to have it. 
and they choose at that point a retailer that can control the tobacco product, and, and your dad got into it yesterday, that all the hard work that goes into um, all the aspects of making a cigar, there's 10. Yes. The 10th one was, and he pointed at me and said, and the 10th one is David or whatever retailer is carrying this. We can ruin everything that you have done. Years of work. Years of work by... 1,500 people working at this product. And five years later, if you don't store it right... Yeah. Ruined. That's the end of it. And, you know, and I know it, but it was nice to hear, and it, and it opens your eyes up again to say, listen, make sure the humidifiers are filled up, the temperature is climate-controlled correctly, you don't ever want it to get uh, too hot. Um, you know, I, I worry all the time about people that, that mail-order products and stuff. It, it's so bad to be inside a um, UPS truck in, in the hot summer and the crazy stuff that could happen. And... You know, I mentioned to you and I mentioned to, you, to your dad that customers have come in to Davidoff stores, including myself, and says, it always, the cigars I buy from you always taste better than the ones I buy elsewhere. Hmm. It's the same brand, whether, whether it be, uh, you know, your competitors' brands that everybody carries um, as opposed to a Davidoff store because Davidoff has strict guidelines to say only uh, a premium cigar store that knows what they're doing is allowed to carry that particular exactly. product and we thank you for that and every person working on our, on our product thanks you for that it is uh you know you guys stand alone uh and, the, and there's something else that uh they do which is uh you know at that point they're actually saying something to the brick and mortar retailer to say you know this is what you have to do um also they have um, a, um something you, you i didn't see you last year but you went to the golden band awards yes and you'll be there this year again. Yes. This is Davidoff again saying, uh, rec- re- um, recognizing uh, the, the good retailers, yes. uh, which, which is another big plus. I mean, this is uh, – I, and I know a lot of our, um, the different manufacturers listen to the show. Um, it, it's not just about a sale. They want it to be properly done because it's the sale in the future. They, you're playing a long game. They're looking at you as another generation to, to come in. I hope. They, they're, play, they're playing a long, long game. You're, you're employed by them, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. They pay you a check? Yeah, they do. Is it good? No. Nope. <laughs> Could be better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he treats me well. Yeah, yeah. And I got to come here and be with you yeah. guys. There you go. I'm the guy carrying the boxes as well. Yeah. Hey, listen, this is how I did. I used to have to clean the bathrooms and do everything, and it wasn't that many long ago. That, hey, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, and you, you work your way up. So yes. it's um, in order to make the cigar, only $52. They have to cut, keep your pay down low. they got to keep your time. <laughs> I understand. <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, is, you know, and everybody doesn't have the ability to get to, uh, on Jonathan's question of, of what do you like for cigars, uh, the ability to get the uh, Davidoff uh, 100. Regular production stuff, I mean, the... Uh, Regular production yeah. stuff? Um, maybe if I have to pick one, it's between the Special R or the Aniversario number three. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what's your feeling on the Nicaraguan blend? I love the Nicaraguan blend. Yeah. And, uh, Very different. It's completely different. Yeah. It has similar taste profiles to all the other Nicaraguan cigars, but it's blended like a Davidoff. Yes, and yes. It has another region that nobody else uses, and my dad was able to f- get that. Okay. And um, 
really it just gives it a different taste and it gives it a different full body taste. It is different. And, and the hardcore Nicaraguans, I, I, I say the Nicaraguan customer who likes uh, peppery Nicaraguan cigars, and I say, I, I'd love you to try this, but please do not say this is think that this is the replacement of what you're smoking. This is something totally, totally different, and uh, that's the play to say that to him. If you're going to try a Davidoff Nicaraguan, do not say, I smoke Brand X, and this is not that cigar, because it, it isn't. You don't claim it to be. It's not a yes. replacement of something else. It's its own. There's a, there's a new animal out there. It's called Davidoff Nicaraguan. Exactly. It never existed before, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm very blown away with it. I mean, it's... Uh, it's selling as good or better than some core big name Davidoff brands, yes. and it, it it gives a new life to Davidoff to say Davidoff isn't. We know what it did for for the uh, country of the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. but Davidoff is a worldwide brand at this exactly. point. It can that can be the Davidoff Honduran someday, or, or maybe. Yeah, I mean there can be something uh, in there. I wonder if uh, have, have you ever had your. Um, playing around and try to blend a cigar and come up with something on your own and see if you got it? I mean, uh, it's always fun to play around with yeah. tobacco. And being in the factory, you always get to hang out with the people that are doing the blends. And we've done a couple here and yeah, there. And yeah. Especially when a cigar roller comes up to you, he's like, look at what I did, did, did. Do you think this could be a Davidoff? And you get to try really cool things that nobody gets to try. Wow. Because I know your brother actually is very, very good. That's what he's the best at. Yeah, he's very good at it. So it's it's probably in you. I mean, it, it's I'm developing the, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, your brother does the um, smoking, smoking jacket, yes. smoking jacket cigars, and um, he, uh, he's off on his own, making his own factory and starting yes. little like your dad did at the beginning, mm-hmm. and uh, actually maybe even a little smaller than your dad started. Yeah, four, four rollers instead of six. <laughs> So he, I personally would have done seven just to be <laughs> one better. One better. <laughs> they work in pairs. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's right. It doesn't work. Yeah. What would that, that all the more to? reason to have seven. That guy has to do twice the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's somebody to punches and then somebody to roll. So uh, that takes it from there. But um, do, you, uh, do you dabble in other people's cigars and try everything or do you just uh, uh, around the age of 19 and uh, when yeah. i started getting into a lot of what ipcpr was yeah uh, um and also with pro cigar I've, yes i've yeah. had the opportunity to visit many different factories and try oh. different things and of course there's a lot of good things out there a lot of bad things yeah. out there but um I, now I know, or it's been a couple of years now, that it's not only Davidoff that's out there. Oh, well, yeah. There's yeah. other things. And when you were in college, did you go to uh, cigar stores? and Whenever I get the chance. Yes, yeah. Whenever and I see get what the it's chance. about. There is an- another generation of cigar smokers, folks, and uh, this is uh, Father's Day and a, and a time that uh, if, if you have a son of age, uh, sit down with him, have a cigar with him. I'll tell you, it's, it's the best thing in the world. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's the best thing in the world. And uh, to sit there and never mind the day-to-day uh, craziness that goes on, but to sit and relax and have a cigar with your dad. Um, and you and your dad smoking a cigar you've actually nev- nev- both of you have never had before that, that your dad created. It's amazing. Now, I, I have one more question yeah. here. The, we play a game in the store where we take the band off a cigar and we secretly, you know, we cut it so you can't tell the cap. And maybe we shorten it. You can't really make them longer. But we'll hand each other cigars with no markings on them and say, okay, tell me what this is, starting with country of origin, mm-hmm. then who makes it. And uh, do you got, are, are you, is your palate sophisticated enough at this point 
to be able to tell the difference between blends in Davidoff where you, you work there and you do smoke them? I, I know where the specific regions are in the mouth and the palate. There are different tobaccos effect, and that helps me. I'm still, I can tell you, I still haven't smoked every single Davidoff yeah, yeah, out yeah. there myself. So uh, it's sometimes a little hard. The country's a little easier yes, to, yeah. to identify. And uh, something that you learn while working in the factory and while working with the blends and the actual tobacco and feeling the tobacco, just by look at this point, you get better yeah. and you can identify tobacco. Well, we played a little with your dad uh, yesterday. Yeah, you that saw was him. amazing. And mm -hmm. it is. It is crazy that, that he he broke down everything about this cigar. I won't even tell you what it was, but he broke it down. He never had it before in his life. And then actually took the cigar apart and broke it. And after he it. said what it was and proved to us exactly what it was and told us the combustion level and everything. Wow. Just it was impressive. Unbelievable. It was impressive. Unbelievable. So, I, so I hope I go at least halfway where he's going. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that would be already something. There's a lot of years and a lot of expertise that happen there. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Thank you, sir. And uh, hopefully uh, we're going to watch you grow as years go on. And I hope to stay in the business the rest of my life and, and watch you and say someday uh, watch you at the top and uh, making your dad proud. I know he already is proud of you. You're ready. So uh, thank, you. Thank, thank you for coming on. We're going to go to break, folks. When we come back, uh, we're going to catch up on uh, the third winner I think we may have found over here. we got Old Fart Freddy coming in. We'll take a peek into the asylum for some insane news. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Happy Father's Day, everybody. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. 
He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And there's another great addition to the Davidoff lineup. Jim Young, the yes. U.S. President of Davidoff and uh, he's changing things up and uh, just getting to be a better and better company all around. And, and talk about gentlemen um, in uh, in the case of Tom, who's you, you had alluded to yeah. earlier. We we had a meeting with him Tom in, in my office, and uh, he had to use the restroom. So we've got all timers on our bathrooms, and so I let him in. And then when he came out, I had to go in too. So he gave me my key. So back. the folks that are listening, timer on the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you only have. 30 seconds for, for, for <laughs> number, number one, one and two yeah, minutes yeah, for number no, two. That's, it's not it. Ju- that's it. <laughs> it's just for the, because people leave the lights going on and the fans and the so, thing, so it shuts off whenever you want to. I, I follow yeah. him into the bathroom because now he said i got to go to the bathroom, so now I have to go. So after he comes out, I walk in, the light is off. Because he shut it off. No, not because the timer ran out because he didn't know about the timer. I turned it all the way up to 15 because I didn't know if he was wanting it or two in it. Yeah. It's none of my business. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, he comes out and he had turned the light off. Now that speaks so many volumes to me about what a gentleman he really is, yeah, yeah. not wasting someone's electricity mm-hmm. and looking at the timer saying, you know what? It's going to run out in 15 minutes. It's not a big deal. And it isn't. Yeah. But he thought to turn it off. I, you know, those little, that's a gentleman. Those little things uh, over the years. Uh, I remember uh, having a group of people I was interviewing for a job, and uh, I think we had five or six of them, and they were in a waiting area over here, and they had to go into my office. And I had heard a story years ago about um, you find out a lot about a person 
in advance of the interview of what ends up happening. So I crumbled up a piece of paper, and I put a barrel in the hallway, and I put the, the crumpled piece of paper up in the center. You're a sick bastard. That's awesome. And the barrel was right there. And if anybody, everybody would have had to walk over this piece of paper. If anybody, and I said it to the people that I was with in the offices we were interviewing, I said, if anybody picks up that piece of paper, crumbled piece of paper, and puts it in the barrel, the interview's over, they're hired. Wow. Nobody picked it up. Come on. Oh, my God. None of them? No. Not one. Five. Five out of five, and nobody picked it up. So none were hired? Yeah. No, of course they can't be hired. That's no. the, that's the only test. They all think they're going in for an interview. It's sick, I did interview but each, it's a genius. I did interview each person, but uh, you know, I said there will be it's no interview test. as soon as he gets there. I'll do it. There was a, I don't know if it was uh, Bill Gates or um, now was some some real smart business guy. I don't remember who it was, but what he did is take uh, after he did. Um, pre-interviews with a bunch of people when he was down to a, a small amount of m- number, say three or four people left that, for a big position or something, he would take them out to dinner. And if any, when the meal was served, mm. if any of them used the salt and pepper on their food before they tasted it, they were eliminated because they prejudged, they made a determination that there wasn't enough salt or pepper on the food in advance mm. before even trying it. Therefore, they would not be good for the job. If they tasted it first and put salt and pepper, okay. But if they put it on beforehand, maybe the, the uh, chef already pre-salted it and peppered it enough. But if they automatically do it, they were eliminated and that was it. Wow. So, so I can see the salt thing, but, but pepper, you can tell how much pepper's on something by looking at it. You know, you get an, an omelet or whatever, then the, the guy's not putting pepper on it. Maybe it's inside. Maybe uh, it has a significant Maybe it doesn't need pepper. Everything needs pepper. Yeah, I agree. So I would disagree with Bill Gates on that one thing. It wasn't Bill Gates. Jeez, I wonder who it was. The salt. I'm with you on the salt. I'm going to go with me. It might have been you. <laughs> it might have been. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't. I don't know who it was anyway. But uh, if, if we, someone put ketchup on their steak, oh God. I, would, I would hire them so that I could fire them immediately <laughs> after they filled out the paperwork. Just look in the fire room. Because it would be insane to do that. It would be insane. Because they're ruining a great piece I of meat, I have a feeling right? you're going to like this week's. It's time to take a peek into the asylum. And let's see what we got. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. A Michigan woman was in disgust last week after she ate at a local McDonald's. Lisa McDowell, 31 years old, was having lunch with her friends when she decided to order a McChicken sandwich. She was halfway through her sandwich when she noticed an extra clump of mayonnaise on the side of the bun. She licked it off and immediately realized things were not right. I'm not going to lie, McDowell said. On birthdays and holidays, I give my man a little something extra in the bedroom. You know what I'm talking about. So when I licked the mayo off the bun, the texture was familiar. McDowell immediately called over the manager who denied the allegations, so she contacted the local health department. 
They sent the male remains off for testing, and the results were positive for two different types of semen. Oh, God. Come on. That's insane. That's asylum. And how do I get Mrs. Jonathan to give me a little extra something special on my birthday? Brought to you by <laughs> Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Too far. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's asylum. Coming and I'm going to call bullcrap on this. Google it. I'm calling bullcrap because of McDowell's. Ah. Do you, do you remember that? In, yeah. In, uh, coming to, coming America. to America. Okay. Well, McDowell was the McDonald ripoff, and then you put that in there, and I haven't seen Coming to America in 20 years. And what the guys would, having to. T- Navy men have anything to do with this with hamburgers <laughs> at all? Anyway, next it was week a chicken sandwich. Next week, Oro Vivo Tortuga cigars. Victor Vitali from Victor Vitali. That's the name of his company. VictorVitali.com. Uh, no, it's uh, Legacy Brands. Oh, from Legacy, Legacy Brands. Who was with us on the chat box for, uh, right. for most of the show. He just dropped off about 10 minutes ago. Uh, for the record, I blinded Dave this week on the Oravivo Cologne size, which is my favorite. It turns out it's his favorite. Mm. Eight puffs in. He says this is Oravivo. Absolutely. Right off the bat. Eight puffs. I was proud eight, of myself. Eight puffs in. First guess. Yeah. Boom. Wow. And didn't say it to him. There were other people here that knew it. And they said, oh, my God, you got it. And then he, of course, called me a liar and said they told me, but absolutely did not. That, that is a phenomenal cigar. How's, was, it, how's, how's it doing? It's doing well. That's Very the white well. version. That's the white. Yeah. White version, which is going to be available at the IPCPR trade show for everybody. Great. I highly recommend it. Retailers that are listening to the show, listen, not only is it a great cigar, there's two kinds of cigars, those that sell and those that don't. It sells, too. It sells, man. Put it so, in someone's hand and it becomes their cigar. Yeah. So uh, it's time to go into the aging room. Old Fat Freddy, I hope he's more gentleman-like than Mr. Jonathan's Asylum. We'll see uh, right we'll now. We'll see about that. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people argue over gay marriage. In my day, everyone was either happily unmarried or unhappily married, but never happily married. Nowadays, there are TV shows like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. In my day, if your eye was queer, you had something in it, and everyone wished they were Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis's favorite straight guy. Nowadays, if you don't have a cigarette in London, you may bum a fag. In my day, you would be considered a freeloader. Buy your own damn fag. We were non-fag bumming Dean Martin wannabes that wish they had a gay marriage. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. I'm trying to light my fag, but my lighter has no gas. Anyone got a match? Cards and letters for uh, objections to Old Fat Freddy to Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> is my DJ. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Yeah, we had a lawyer. Your lawyer uh, showed up, Nick, and uh, he comes up and he goes, what's with the lawyer jokes? Right. He didn't like the lawyer jokes because they're true. They're funny because they're true. 
So uh, what do we have? We have uh, the ultimate Diamond Crown experience is coming up. We're just a couple of weeks away from having a winner. This is going on at 50 cigar shops across the country. You simply go in and buy three Diamond Crown cigars. Any Diamond Crown, Maximus or Julius Caesar, mix or match, it doesn't matter. Get a chance to win the ultimate experience. Or buy a whole box and you're going to get ten chances to win. They're giving ashtrays away and, and uh, coffee mugs along with it. But the prize includes a three-day, two-night smoking experience, October 16th, 17th, and 18th. It includes round-trip airfare for two to Tampa, Florida, deluxe accommodations, a tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum in Tampa, a tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, including cigars, dinner at the boardroom inside the J.C. Newman Factory, first-class seating at the Tampa Bay Lightning Game, in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge, the only place where you can watch a game live and smoke cigars. Smoking cigars and cocktails at Bobby Newman's home, and you'll sit in on the Cigar Authority taping from the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory and Museum. All cigars included to this experience. Drawings will be held June 30th. June 30th at participating cigar shops across America, including Two Guys Smoke Shop. So if you want to get in on the chance, let me tell you, they're great cigars anyway. Buy a few cigars. I recommend the hat trick. We like to call it the hat trick. It's one of each. It's a regular Diamond Crown. It's a Maximus. It's a Julius Caesar. It's a guaranteed win. It's a guaranteed win. It's a win-win. And it's the fun of trying to figure out which one is best. Which one is your favorite? Uh, you would think that it would be the regular Diamond Crown, because that is my taste profile. Always love the cigar, but it is the Julius Caesar. Yeah. There's something about that cigar. I'm with you on that, man. Yeah. I thought you might have said Maximus, Mr. Jonathan. Oh, no. I'm a Julius Caesar guy. Yeah. I do love the Maximus as well, but if I had to pick of the three, yeah. I love all my children the same. <laughs> yeah. But if I had to Maximus pick... is too full-bodied for me. I... I, I, I push a uh, retailer on in that direction that likes a fuller-bodied cigar, although a Dominican, but with some oomph yeah. to it, it's, it's, uh, it's a right. little too much. What we want to do is allow someone who listens to be able to get one of these Royal Solomons and not have yes. to pay for it. So you're going to get a free Davidoff Royal Solomon, $52 value. i got a spin on this now. Okay. Instead of making a contest between you and I, yeah. let's have them say, Klaus Peter sent them in. Okay. Oh. So they have till, I'm going to say, 3 o'clock. Okay. So it isn't quite 2 o'clock yet. you got an hour. You're listening to the show. You're driving around, and you're saying, boy, I'd like to try one of those Royal Solomons. It's a $52 stick. You come into Two Guys Smoke Shop. It has to be the Salem store because this is where Klaus Peter is. And you say, I want to meet Klaus Peter. The first person because that says that. The because Authority Authority the Cigar Authority told me. the Cigar Authority. And we'll introduce you to Klaus Peter and... We'll give you a Royal Solomon. Wow. First person wow. that does it. And when I say first person that does it, if you're driving by the store now, we're not even going to be down there for 12 right. minutes. Right. So uh, <laughs> from twelve from anywhere between 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock. What if they're three, listening to, yeah. the, to the show here in the store? <laughs> does that count? You know what? I'm going to say I'm going to, I'm going to change it up. Does it exclude present company? Oh, they can't hear us. No. They can't hear us. All right. All right. We're yeah, it, it excludes present company yeah. because right. you got to be have listen listen to it on the radio. So uh, don't get in an accident. Don't everybody rush rush, but don't go through the red lights or anything that Mr. Jonathan does. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're gonna pretend. Which, by the way, <laughs> yeah. I know I know how much you like my sister. You and her drive exactly the same. She blows through yellow, blows through the red, and I go. 
that was a red light. She goes, and I'm not kidding. It's a recommendation. And I'm like, I'm driving with David Garofalo <laughs> wow. right now. Oh, my, my head hurt. As long as you can do it safely. Break the laws as long as you do it safely is, is, a, is a key factor uh, to what's going on. Don Benigno. Hey. Uh, thank you. Closer, yeah. Saturday, August 2nd, we'll have him. He's from Costa Rica. Uh, his visa has been accepted, and he will be flying down, and we will smoke some Costa Rican cigars with him. On August 9th, Madonna della Cava, the Italian feast of the North End. We're going to go down there. We will not smoke Perotis, but we'll have to come up with something to smoke well, we can smoke Garofalo. That's Italian. That's Italian. And um, on August 16th, we will be trying. The, I guess the word is out now that we can actually say it. We'll be uh, on smoking the new Perdomo double-aged, double-barrel-aged. Yeah, 12 years in a, uh, in a barrel. 12 years in a barrel. I'm calling bull crap on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a barrel for 12 years. Nothing's in a barrel for 12 years. Nothing. Really? Is that, is that the, the shtick of it? It takes two days to uh, <laughs> infuse a cigar in a, in a liquor barrel. If there's a little bit of moisture in that barrel, it takes two days. Then you've got to take the cigar out and let it rest for nine days. I know this for a fact, and that's what it's done. I, I it does remember, not take 12 years. I remember hearing that story. Yeah, someone. we heard that story this week. This week. We were talking. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. Enough, enough said there. That's right. So we know the trick now. We know, we the, know the infusion trick, which I never did know the infusion trick. Well, now I know it. Now we know it. Now we know it. Cigars are like a sponge, so there we go. Boom, they just absorb that moisture. So uh, Father's Day, listen, grab your father some nice cigars, even if he doesn't smoke cigars. At I'm least going get, to. At least I'm, get two. And I'm going to smoke both of them, one for him and I'll smoke one for me. Where's your dad right now? He's a nomad. There's no way to even tell where he is. My sister pays for a cell phone so we can stay in communication with him, and then that's it. That's is there any chance he's in the area? No. There's no chance. Really? He's down south somewhere. Because yeah. I'd say do it, man. I would do it. If he was around, I would absolutely. I'd try to get him to smoke one, but. You'd be sorry if you don't. I'll tell you right now. Um, so uh, Davidoff Cigars, that's what we're uh, pushing and promoting today. Uh, we have the Kellners here. They're going to be here till probably about 4 o'clock before we go to the Father and Son Cigar Dinner at Salvatore's. Yep. At about 3 o'clock, we are going to begin the tongue-tasting tour. And this is where Hanky's going to get up for at least an hour and explain to you how the proper way is to taste cigars, how balanced it is on your tongue, where the sweet spot is, where the salty spot is, and how he looks at balance. You're going to smoke... Five different cigars in the course of this one hour. Five cigars. How am I going to smoke five cigars? You're only going to smoke a little bit of each one. But you'll smoke number one. You'll notice that it's a certain area of your tongue that um, is feeling it. Yeah. Um, the sensitivity of where that is. Um, he'll, he'll get through it in, in, a, in a deeper way. You'll go on to cigar number two. Because even in Spanglish, he explains it better than of you course. do in English. This is him. This is what he does. <laughs> Cigar number two will be a whole different area of the tongue. You'll, you'll feel the sensation yep. in a whole different space. Number three will fill in the gaps of where that is. And then you'll have the fourth cigar, which is called complete. That is the entire cigar complete of those three blends together. And then the fifth cigar is the same as the fourth cigar, but the wrapper has changed. Which we've done on the show before. Correct. Yeah. And... It is a whole different cigar at that point. 
Nice. And the, the complete cigar and the number four cigar are real cigars, are real Davidoff cigars. So just by coming by, you're going to get two Davidoff cigars. But more than that is the education of what you're going to do. That's the most important part. Because what's going to happen after that point, for the rest of your life, you're going to enjoy cigars better than you did before. It's going to open up your eyes. Some people, and and people will stop me in the store sometimes, and they're like, Mr. J, you taste all these things in the cigar. I can't taste anything but smoke. Yeah, because you don't know how to do it. That's it. This is going to educate your palate. This is very important step one to getting your mind to tune into those spots on your tongue that do identify the sweet and the salty and the bitter. There was a guy on um, the morning session yesterday at the Seabrook store that argued all the way through. And oh, I, I just, you know exactly who I'm talking slobber, about. Slobber cutter guy. Oh, That's what we're saying. Of course. And I said, please listen to what he's saying. Don't make the argument to it. Try to, to grow the from this. You are the idiot. Try to grow from it. And it, at the end, he kind of got it, and if he just paid attention and, and went for it. But you, don't fight. So ungentlemanly, too. Yeah. Oh. Don't fight your way through this, this um, experience that's going to happen. Believe me, it's going to happen. But, oh, my God, he fought me through this whole thing. Oh, now, I can't be the only one during the, uh, the first interview there with, with uh, Hendrik Kellner who thought it was funny that uh, Dave would speak and say what, what Henke said. Uh, and try to explain it, and it was like, all right, you kind of understood over here, and then he said, and you're like, what the hell is going on now? I got nothing. <laughs> I thought that was It funny. was worse? Oh, my God. <laughs> really? I thought it was helping. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I thought I, I got a chuckle. Because I, I get the Spanglish sometimes better than a lot of people. When Nelson Alfonso talks, you kind of turn your head towards me, and then I'd say what he well, said. Who has yeah. to translate when he sends you an email? When an email, okay. because in writing, <laughs> it's a whole different thing. It's a puzzle, <laughs> whole different man. thing. The, the verb is six sentences later, and right. you're like, ah, It's a whole thing. Yeah. And, all right, help me out, because I've read it three or four times through, and I go, yeah, just not getting it. Somebody, I had Gianna help me before, Laurie helped me. Too. <laughs> hey, just check this email. What is he trying to say? And sometimes I have to give up, and I go, I don't know what, you, what you're saying. <laughs> and then I don't know if he gets help from somebody. I, I get it back. Yeah. Oh. Um, so uh, I am going to tell you that today is going to be a landmark day for me because it's been about three weeks since I've had a slice of pizza. You're going to have pizza today? And I'm going to have pizza today. I did it. I did it yesterday. I know you. You ruined it, but I went longer than you, so that's all that matters. I'm going to have a slice. And of the two. thing about breaking your diet and then all of a sudden it's going to jet start you is not true because I gained a pound and a half. Ooh. I ate one damn slice of pizza. doesn't even weigh a pound and a half. Right. Oh, how does that mathematically come out? I'm going to have to do some exercise or something to get this off, but i got to do it. Yeah? Yikes. How often do you have a chance to eat a slice of pizza with a living legend? There we go. I'm, I'm completely justifying it, but I'm going to do it. Speaking yeah. of a, a living legend here, what is your guy's favorite Davidoff cigars? You asked the question to the masters themselves. What, what do you guys like? Well, I, I would have said the 100, but Dave... Said, okay, you know, that's not really regular production. Yeah, regular production. Get it. I've only smoked it three times in my life. So I would have to say as far as a regular production cigar, it was the Anno 3. Mm-hmm. And now is the Nicaraguan Toro. Now, the Anno 3 is a little too full-bodied for me. And uh, I notice a lot of people go to it. I, I sit on the advisory board of Davidoff, and the bulk of everybody goes. That's a go-to one for yeah. retailers. They go to it. I am a double R fan in a big way because I actually feel hmm. better 
when I smoke that, I feel successful. It's a big cigar. It makes a statement. Where normally you'd make you see me go for a, a, the regular special R, the Robusto. Yeah. I smoke a double R. I actually feel better. That's cool. Wow. I feel my shoulders go up further. I, I steer more gets attention. Out, yeah. yeah. Nipples get hard. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I feel. Uh, I don't know. It makes me feel good. Okay. A, a double R makes double, me feel good. I have to smoke that today. Yeah. And see what's up with that. It, it's. Uh, I don't know. It makes a personal statement to myself. I'm not trying to make a statement to anybody else. I, yeah, you don't I wear like, jewelry. You don't wear no, rings or anything. I light that cigar up, and I feel successful. That's okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's a great answer. It's true. Yeah. And as far as the Nicaraguan goes, yes, the Nicaraguan Toro is a go-to. Um, and I, it, there's, not, there's nothing against the other two, but there, to me, there is something different about that Toro. The way it burns something, but it is... It's the best one. Well, they, they have something called the, the Timeless Classic Assortment. And this is the number one, number two, and number three um, cigars by volume yep. of what sells. And I believe in uh, the, the 2000 is number one, number one seller. The 2000, Davidoff 2000 is the number one seller. The Special R, which is the smaller version of the Double R, yep. the Special R, the Robusto, uh, is number two. Hmm. And the Annie... No, and the number one in the USA. So they're talking about wow. worldwide sales. So the Special R is number one in the USA, but number two in the world. The 2000 is the number one in the world. And then number three is the Annie number three, anniversary number three, Anniversario number three, which that's another thing. They're, they are the Anniversario, and Padron is the anniversary. The opposite happens all the time, that Padron people may call it the Anniversario, and call the anniversary. We have a lot of customers that actually smoke both cigars yeah. all the time. Yeah. And they want the best of both worlds. And um, the anniversary is the Padron. Anniversario is the Davidoff version. So Thank you for that clarification. There we go. This is that's what we do on the Cigar Authority. That's what it's all about, getting it right, right? And uh, yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I'm thoroughly enjoying this Royal Solomon, it did kick up into pretty strong. I mean, medium. It's, it's at medium plus right now, and I sure. have about half a Robusto left of it, and it's really kicked into high gear. It's coming into my wheelhouse. I'm starting to smoke stronger stuff. This is phenomenal. They have a Robusto version of this, and I smoked that already, and I like the Robusto version better only because it didn't kick up right into what Well, we, this has more space. I mean, in order to go someplace with the cigar, it would have to get stronger. Yeah. Well, certainly did. Next week, we're back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire with Victor Vitale. And the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend. We're going to actually smoke a new cigar that's not on the market yet. They'll be showing this at the IPCPR trade show. It is a Maduro version of his Tortuga, and it has a weird name to it. So uh, you'll see that when it comes out. Uh, also, uh, he is the uh, uh, the partner with uh, Silver Screen legend Armando Sante in the Oro Viva, so we may light one of those up because I like to light those up all the time anyway. So remember, folks, this show and every show of the Cigar Authority every week is absolutely free and, in my personal opinion, worth every penny. I concur. So for Mr. Jonathan, for Chuck Morrison, for me, I'm David Garofalo. The Kellners are here with us. Come say hi. Come say hi. We'll be here for a while longer. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Thank you, everybody, for listening this week and every week to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Royal Solomon at $52 a piece, it's so very important that you keep the lit end out of your mouth. 
We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye, everybody. Happy Father's Day. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.